got a fever, and the only prescription is more. This yo, yo. is the Cigar Authority. It's the biggest helicopter leasing event in the Western Hemisphere since 1997. The Authority. Like Kobayashi. On everything cigar. The cigar takes time. Yeah. That's the whole key. And out of the cigar industry. Did you know? With your host. Hey, D-Man. David Garofalo. Who are you? Julius Caesar? Who the hell is Julius Caesar? You know I don't follow the NBA. Mr. Jonathan. I know who I am. I'm a dude. Barry Stump. And Chuck Morrison. 60% of the time, it works every time. It's time to light them up. Screw it, let's let them do it. It's time. It's a win win for me. For the Cigar Authority. I gotta have more. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. July 16th, 2016, broadcasting live from the LaFleur Dominicana Cigar Studios. And from Boutique Blends, makers of Aging Room, Lobo M, and Olivero Cigars, Rafael Nodell joins us today. And we're going to go through the big list of new brands coming out at the IPCPR trade show. And it's Cigars versus the FDA. A lawsuit has been filed. We'll tell you all about that. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location and we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, or podbean.com where you can set it and forget it. So I once owned a DeLorean. And I used to get in the DeLorean and feel like I was going back in time because of the Back to the Future show. What has happened with the FDA is we're about to go back in time. This is going to be about two weeks from now. All of a sudden, you're going to start seeing stuff. And it's going to be old stuff that you remembered seeing before. Or maybe you tried this or you've heard about it. And here it is coming back again. And we're going to actually light up one of those cigars uh, today. And I don't know if everybody remembers this brand, but the brand is Oliveros. Barry, what do we know about this? Well, today we are smoking the Oliveros Grand Retorno, and Aging Room's Rafael Nodel is bringing it back. This brand established in Cuba in 1927. The cigars employ the same philosophy of quality and artistry that is Aging Room. It's available as an Ecuador Habano or Nicaraguan Maduro, Today we are smoking the Habano version, which is wrapped around a Nicaraguan Habano binder and fillers from Nicaragua as well. The MSRP is expected to be around $7, and today's is 4.5 by 52, referred to as banjo. And in true Rafael Nodal fashion, the other sizes have musical references. The other sizes are swing, fiddle, and ragtime. I'm in, I'm in on the swing. Yeah? Yeah. That'll be our favorite. And you know what? I like a little ragtime from time to time. Yeah. And I'm a fan of the banjo. What's like the other the banjo. one? Fiddle. Uh, I like the fiddle. I like all of those. I'm in. Well, let's see if you like this. So, as I say, Oliveros, um, an old brand, a very, very old band, brand that actually brought Rafael Nadell into the cigar industry. He actually bought the Oliveros name from somebody and got into the cigar business. He'll he'll be on the show in a little while and talk about that, but this is what got him into the business, and this was more than nine years ago. 
All right. And this was an old brand then, and then he gets into it more than nine years ago. You're going to be hearing a lot about things like that, of old brands coming back. And here it is, Returno, meaning the return, I would imagine. Yep, the grand return. The grand assume. return. And, and if you look underneath, there's the number two. Yes, I like the number two. According to Charlie Lopez, that two means it was originally they had a couple of different blends, and the second blend was the one they went with, ah. and they kept the number on the band. Is this the same band that was there before and all that? Well, it didn't say Returno. No, it didn't say Returno, but it's prior to August 8th, so packaging changes could okay. be made all prior right. to the 8th. There's, there's so many things, so they're looking a lot at everything. Of parts. And I know you had a hard time uh, getting a hold of Raphael before the show during, during the week. We like to make sure there's a connection or something. But let me tell you, I've been talking to people uh, from every third world country that makes cigars this week. Everybody is out of control, man. They, they, it's last minute. It's, it's packaging problems. It's cigars. It's everything. And they're throwing this stuff together. People are, uh, maybe you saw on social media of Nick Perdomo and his family actually putting the bands on cigars. Themselves. And, yes. Uh, all night. All night. This is everybody rushing to try to get these things out there. Well, from what I understand... There was actually not a big rush to put this cigar. We, we have it right here. It's not the first time I'm going to be smoking the cigar. There wasn't a big rush to do it. The plan was to actually come out with this cigar. Nice. So it worked out for them in, in every aspect of it. But let's give it a light and cut and see what it's all about. Right now it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax, and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellent. And uh, let me tell you this, too. A little uh, fun fact I know about um, Rafael getting into the cigar business. He was interested in buying the Oliveros brand, and um, he knew somebody that knew Nick Perdomo. And he said, I'm going to go over to his office and have a little meeting with him and talk to him. I think they might have had lunch or something. And he left there and ended up going into the cigar business after getting juiced up by Nick Perdomo. Wow. So Nick, Nick Perdomo is e- either congratulations or he's <laughs> or, to blame. Son of a... <laughs> yeah. I talked another one into it. You yeah. guys ever have a fun dip as a kid? Oh, yeah. This is uh, a little bit like the fun dip. Not so much right when you dip that little pixie stick thing into the concoction, but afterwards when you lick it. After the fact, you know, it's completely clean. Little sweetness, a little hint of the fruit flavor. The stick isn't a sugar stick? What is it? I, I it is a sugar I, stick, but it's, yeah. it's not nearly as sweet or potent as the fun dip itself. As the, as the sugar itself. Right. See, to me, I'm getting Rice Krispie Treat. Wow, Which tastes, is a sweet from the marshmallow. I got you, Barry. Tastes like you're wrong to me. No, I got you, Barry. <laughs> I, see, I see that. I, only because I don't know the, the fun dip. I know what it is. Remember that? It was like in a pouch. You had yes, those. I remember. Awesome. But I'm older than you guys. We, 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 we had a... By the time sugar. Fun Dip came out, yeah. <laughs> he had moved on to Twinkies and right, Ho-Ho's yes. and Sunny Doodles. I went on to the adult <laughs> foods at that point. Speaking of adult foods, actually, this has nothing to do with adult foods. We're going to be lighting our cigar today with the Vertigo Glock. This is a fourteen ninety nine triple inline jet lighter. It does feature a big-ass tank, but it's a little deceiving when you look at it. It looks like maybe Vertigo skimped out on the tank <laughs> and made a little-ass tank. 
But it, I'll, you got to trust me on this. It's big ass. They just mushed it. Yeah. They used the mold and they mushed it. You got a big ass adjustment wheel at the bottom to make a very precise lighting experience. Also known as the poor man's flat flame is the Vertigo Glock at fourteen ninety nine. It's good that it's kind of flat because it sits in your pocket nice. With your wallet in there or with your cell phone next to it, it works. I use the secondary pocket that uh, I know you're left-handed, so you don't have a secondary pocket on your main pocket. But those of us that are right-handed have two pockets in our jeans. We have the main pocket, and then we have the really? secondary Vertigo Glock pocket, it's called. I don't have It that. used to be a watch pocket, but now it's perfect for the Glock pocket. Yeah, they, they call it the Glock pocket now at the uh, Well, I have a secondary factor. pocket on yes, the right-hand I, side. Yes, I know. You never knew that because you're not, wow. you're not right-handed. Isn't that something? You never knew that. Never knew it. Come on. I have it on me right now. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> so does everybody else. But you know what? I, I just caught you in your car. You just reach down to see if you have two pockets on the right <laughs> side, and you do, don't you? Don't you? Wow. Because I'm left-handed, I use my left hand. I never, never knew it was there. Wow. Yeah, that's the Glock pocket, and it fits this lighter perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't even get the pinch in your hip or anything. It just sits right in there. How did you know oh. I didn't know it was even there? Because you're left-handed. That's all you lefties are defective. You guys don't know what's happening on the right side of your body. No, it's crazy. Wow. Dave missed his calling. You should have gone into baseball. Why is that? Because pretty much every lefty that's anywhere near adequate gets drafted. What about him makes you think <laughs> athletics? You missed his calling. I should have been a athlete. Back in the day, he, uh, he went I'm, pro. I did go pro. We'll just leave it there. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just leave it there. So, uh, initially thoughts for today was to read out all the new brands coming to IPCPR. But we only have two hours today to do yeah, it. Yeah, that would be it would be impossible. And normally we do it. Every year we do it and we list every single thing we know. And as I started compiling this list, I said, the show's only two hours long. It's massive. There's no way it's going to happen. So some of the information I've obtained is Davidoff, for instance. Davidoff, the company with Camacho and Cusano and Bravo. all the different brands that they have. They have 160 more than 160 SKUs, meaning different sizes of different brands coming out. Wow. That's just one in, company. In, in addition to new brands. Drew Estates, who is the owner of Swisher, has more than 500 themselves. This would be the whole industry, but this is just them alone. More than 500 SKUs. Are these coming new? Out. New. That's risky. What's interesting is that they are releasing a couple of cigars that you wouldn't expect, like Liga Pravada's 50th. Liga Pravada's 50th anniversary. By the way, my belief, and we talked a little about that, is they're eight years old. This is the 50th anniversary. <laughs> they're eight years old. I don't even think they got the nine in there. Oh but they're God. coming out with their 50th and maybe 100th anniversary cigar. But they have to do it before August 8th. We and they that, are. We should do that uh, on our 100th anniversary show next week. Yes. Yeah. Might, might as well in case they end up stopping so that we can't do it. But who, who's to Thursday, ever know? Thursday, we're going to have our 100th anniversary show. Yes. Who is going to be living long enough to be able to know that that oh. even has happened but or whatever? Just in why case. Would you wait, why would you waste the printing of it or whatever? <laughs> You'll uh, be able to look because there'll be internet, I think, in the future. I don't think that's going to go away. Maybe it will. 
we probably thought vinyl records weren't going to go away either, but then the CD blew it up. I'd be curious to see if that has a legitimate band made it like Cigar Rings or, or Action Label or something, where they just print one off of a print. Uh, print, print now, or? wouldn't that be a violation of the law? They wouldn't be able to have a package change. So if they printed it off a printer now, That's wouldn't what it would they have, have to, to print it off a printer 42 then? years from now. Both yes. of them are printers. The printer that prints it is a printer. It's a different printer. You can't have the same printer. If I couldn't recreate this band, if, if Rafael Adele no, couldn't recreate the band and couldn't do the gold leaf on it, it would be a what if the print, change. What, what if the printer caught on fire and burned down or the printing place burned out? You can't go to a different printer? What if, well, what if you had to reverse engineer this band and you didn't get it exact? Isn't that a package change? No, you do it the best of your ability. And the FDA is going to understand the best of your ability in the tobacco industry. They're so kind to us. Yeah, you've got to imagine that they... They're going to give you a slide on yeah. that. I don't know about yeah, that. It's not going to have anything to do with it. You know who's not putting $10,000 up to find out? Me. Well, Swisher is. Because they're, they're printing these things. We got, we got Liga Pavada, 50th anniversary and 100th anniversary, coming to a shop near you in about 47 years. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to watch for it, and they better really do it. And uh, in 47 years, you're going to be still here bugging the crap out of us. There we go. I'm going to say you guys, and there's going to be nobody left in the company that's going to, what the hell are you even talking about? Uh, Isn't you got a book or something that says, what's a book, right? (laughs) (laughs) General Cigar, the makers of Macanudo, Partagas, and different brands, uh, have 800 SKUs coming out next week at the IPCPR trade show. 800. I would like to recommend to the entire cigar industry that you just stop with all the shaped cigars because they don't sell as well as the others. Well, they, don't even they, put them they out. They may by the time the 100th anniversary comes out. You think they'll come back in fashion? Yeah, everything comes back. I don't know. Everything comes back. I hope bell bottoms don't come back. They will. I like bell bottoms. Thousands and thousands of different brands are going to come out. There's no way we can read you the entire list, but we do have the highlights of the list. Or we're gonna low get to lights, depending on how you look at it. We're going to get to it later on. We'll go through the highlights, the lowlights, um, things that interest us to a certain degree. But my problem is, are the cigars going to be interesting, the cigars themselves, other than the names and the brands? Will the cigars be interesting? Are they ready? Are they smokable? Are they just slamming these things together? And I know for a fact a lot of them are just slamming something together. That leads us to the other question of, how does a company, a manufacturing company, if they're just slamming it together, they take a cigar they already make, they put a band on it, they put it out to get it out. Now they go to make the real cigar. Do they lie about what was in the cigar to begin with? Or do they lie about what's in the cigar afterwards? Because we know they're going to be two different cigars. Does the FDA know? We know as buyers of cigars, we go to a trade show normally, and we have the most unbelievable sample at a trade yeah. show. Wow, is this good. And then the cigar shows up, and people think that there's something mentally retarded with us because <laughs> we get the cigar in. and That's which, an unacceptable term, by the way, that the Cigar Authority does not support. Whatever. We, people think there's something wrong with us when the, when the actual product comes in and we were talking so great about it to our employees. Oh, yeah. Wait till this comes in. They go, what the hell were you thinking? That ain't the cigar that I smoked at the show. Right. And I got to imagine. You're going to see a lot of that. It's going to be a whole show of that. I don't know what I, you know, there's, there's a handful of things like this that I knew was in production beforehand. That was the plan of it. It is ready. This cigar is ready to go. Oliveros, Gran Returno, 
It's the grand return of the Oliveros brand. It was planned to do that. I promise you, the Liga Pavada 100th anniversary was not planned to come out. This is they're throwing something together. I am not interested to try it. I will not try it. I will not buy it. Yeah, Sam, I am. Sam, I am. I will not eat them. I will not eat them. Right. So there's going to be a whole bunch of that stuff of I'm not even interested. Yeah. Uh, what, what samples do I want to bring back? What will we smoke on the show on the return of what I bring back of what, what's going to be there? I don't know. You know, I, everyone I've asked so far, I say, is your cigar ready? Or are you just putting the cigar out? And they say, no, no, it's ready. Of course they're going to say that. Impossible. Lie. Impossible. Lie. There cannot be more cigars that have ever been produced ever. in life is coming out at the trade show brand new. I mean, do you think that there's a thought to some of these larger companies coming out with 500 SKUs? Let's confuse the FDA. If everybody, if all the big players do it, if everybody comes out with thousands of cigars, the FDA couldn't possibly keep track of it, and now you can sneak some through? These are the ones I know about. How about all the companies I have no idea? Yeah. Right. There's big companies out there. Added to this, but there's literally thousands and thousands. There's going to be 5,000 different things. And a cigar shop, every cigar shop, only has so much real estate. In order to take something in, something has to come out. Where are they going to get... Has to come out. Where are they going to get a sale? You're going to have a whole bunch of companies that are going to be there and actually not sell one of their brand. Because it's impossible. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you as a buyer... I got a lot of friends in this industry. I want to help them all out. And I said to people, listen, you got something comes out and you need to end up doing it. Count me in for some. I'm sorry. I had no idea that it was going to be thousands and thousands of brands. There's no way I can do it all. So now I'm interested in what is going to survive and what is going to be a real brand. Because 99% of what's going to show up at that show is not even going to be in existence after this. That's what, like, why, why even do it? Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's so high risk. It, they're coming out with, like, for example, uh, Davidoff, over 160 SKUs. Drew Estate, over 500 SKUs. Now, What's the likelihood of any of them seeing the light of day? It may not matter because let's look at uh, a booth that is historically busy, like the Drew Estate booth. I mean, it's, it's usually rocking. I mean, literally, they play loud music. They get yelled at every year. Where are you going to put Turn the, the stuff? music down. They can't put the stuff anywhere, but... The buzz of having 500 new brands could potentially jam-pack that booth even more. I'm, this, I'm less interested than I've ever you been. You are. You are. You're an educated buyer. If they had one rockin' cigar coming out, I got to see what this thing is all about. Right. You got 500? It's all crap. It's like going to the world's largest buffet. You know there's nothing good there. It's the world's largest yep. buffet. Yep. There's nothing really good. Everything you is... fell for it at least oh, once. I did it a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, a couple of times. All right, so you're no different than, than yeah. the average consumer. <laughs> They're going to fall for it. They're going to go in and look. Uh, I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious. I'm going to swing by and just see how, what the presentation is. 500 new SKUs. Their booth can't fit right. 500 SKUs. Absolutely. So, so they can't gonna, have a sample. They're going to have a piece of paper? They're going to have another piece of paper? That's what General's doing. I heard they're not playing really? any cigars on display. Wow. I heard it's going to no be a stripped-down, bare-bones booth, tables and chairs, 
salesperson. General Cigar has owner. 800 new SKUs. Right, they can't so they're not going to show any. From what I understand. So who's going to buy them? be a bare stripped down booth. Now, what if... Ian, it says a bad precedence to the sampling problem that we have, that we say, oh, no problem. Not only do you not have to sample, you don't even have to show them. We'll buy them anyway. No, we won't. No, we won't. Well, we won't. We won't. You think people are going to buy this crap? Yeah. You think people are going to buy this crap? Let's look at Macanudo, the difference between the cigar that was made in Jamaica and now it's made in the Dominican Republic. It's the number one selling skew. It still says Macanudo on it. It's not the cigar that it was in 1988. It's a shadow of its former self. Still sells. Yeah, but now if the, if the Macadoodle ends up coming right. out, are you buying it? <laughs> I am not buying it. Is somebody buying it? Somebody may buy it. Somebody may, but there's not enough people. You're talking about 700 stores that are going to show up for this thing. 700 shop owners. <coughs> there's, there's thousands of brands. 700 hobbyists that own cigar shops for the most part. They have to buy the regular stuff that sells. You would think... How many orders are going to be placed for the Liga Pavada 100th anniversary cigar? Technically, they only need one order. It only needs to be sold once to a consumer. But you've got to wait 93 years from now before you receive it? No. I think you're going to, get a, I think you're going to see a box of those go out. Yep, I think somebody's going to buy the one box to have the only box in existence. And that, that is going to create buzz in and of itself. Uh, so do you want it? it it's, you want it's it. banana leaves, man. It's not I'm not tobacco. saying that you're going to smoke it. Most people that are, that are collecting the rare ligas, it's a fact. They don't smoke them. They trade them. They uh, hold them in their collection. They show them off. They take pictures. They don't smoke them. Drool over them. But it's, it's, it's terrible, and you can't smoke it, and it's awful. It won't matter. It's the League 100, really? and it comes out 93 years early. Yeah, I think it be, creates some buzz. Really? So i got to rethink this. Maybe I want to buy things like that. But how not, much of a market I'm not is trying there? to talk you into it. There's I'm no just, market. You're not going to survive. Playing devil's advocate. Should I be buying this, Barry? I say if you can buy it for $80, you can go ahead and sell it online to can, a collector can I use for it 10 from your, times that much. Can I use it from your paycheck, the $80 from your paycheck? If you're willing to split the profit with me 50%, yes. There you go. Really? You're willing to put your money up? I'm willing to put my money up for that box if we could split the profit 50-50. Is there anything else that you're willing to do of the other 2,000 brands on it? I got a wedding coming up, so I can't go that crazy. Because that's the thing. It's easy to say what you're going to do with my money. I'm not saying buy it. No? I am not saying buy it. I'm only saying that there, there is going to be buzz around something the like that. Should I buy some Macadoodles? If, if, <laughs> no. No? No. If they, come out with a sunny doodle, if they come out with a Sunny Doodle, you should well, buy it. I'll split the package I, with I, you I've never sunny passed the Sunny Doodle without buying it. You automatically buy the Sunny Doodle. All right. Anyway, this Thursday, July 21st at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, we are taping a show right here in the Salem store. Um, for the Saturday edition of the Cigar Authority. You're coming on, Chuck, right? You're going to be, be here. Yeah. Uh, Two-hour show. We'll do from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern time this Thursday. And uh, I don't know even know what the hell we're going to talk about <laughs> at that show because I don't know. How do people do a, a like... Every day? Every day. How do you do well, it every day? In the cigar world, we struggle to get content every week. Mm. In the real world, they do news and news happens. And, and when it doesn't happen, they make stuff sound sexy. That isn't really. There's news. a lot going on. I say we so we're going to have to dig because there's a lot going on in the cigar industry right now. 
I so see. we start to an investigation now. We can have a rocking show for Thursday, yeah. knowing some stuff that we shouldn't know. Let's do a 20-minute segment on pairing hostess with cigars. Yeah? <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> you don't like to sugar up before you get on a plane? Sugar up? Yeah. No. That's what we call it. That's no. what we call when, it in the industry. When do you guys fly out? <laughs> industry. What is that, the fat guy industry? Yes, it is. <laughs> Are you guys flying out that Thursday night or Friday? Friday, Friday. Friday, but you front unload on Thursday night, yeah. which is you eat a lot in case it's not they're not serving anything at the airport and you don't have time. In case you crash and you fall yeah, asleep for the flight, that's it. Yeah, we're not going to have a problem with the whole <laughs> food thing at the airports. They have plenty of restaurants, and you always front unload before you get on the plane. There we go. I remember, David, stay away from the massages. Mm. I know he's looking for me. He is. He <laughs> asked about you when yes. I showed up the last time. <laughs> I want him. Yeah. Really? <laughs> I told you not to overtip. You overtip. <laughs> So what I'm getting out of this is, I don't know if you guys have ever made your own honey mustard, but I make it from time to I time. I have. Yes, you and have. I'm getting a little bit of the, the tang out of that mustard and a little bit of the sweet from the honey kind of just rolling back and forth and playing off of each other. It's like Chinese hot mustard and duck sauce. None of us has tapped the ash off. Everybody's ash is holding, yeah. every single person is holding their ash. Now, duck sauce is kind of orange-based, so there's a little, you're saying there's some citrus in here, and mm-hmm. now duck, that you said it. Duck sauce is apple-based. I thought it was made from ducks. No, it's not, it's not made from ducks. ducks. You think it's apple-based? And chickens don't have fingers. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we need help. Yes, it is amazing. I'm still blown away. You think that a- the duck sauce is apple based? I believe There's it no is. It's apple sauce. I don't think it is. I think it's citrusy. I think it. I think its mixture is an apple sauce, and then something added to it. Some orange I was juice, told by perhaps. Apple sauce and orange, orange juice. Yeah, Barry's looking it up. So Chuck's duck sauce could be made of plums, apricots, pineapples, or peaches. Added to sugar, vinegar, ginger, duck broth, and sometimes chili peppers. I am never eating duck sauce again. Duck broth. Is that what's in a Chinese restaurant? It's duck sauce? That's what they give you? Yep. I was told by a Chinese person that it was applesauce. And they know. They're Chinese. That is the most racist thing you've ever said. What do you mean racist? (laughs) It's Chinese food. If it was an Italian, why would that be racist? I think in the case of Italians, they would know their food better than just... Than Chinese people? Yeah, it's not not real Chinese food. If you have a real Chinese person, they don't eat Chinese food like we eat it. That's Americanized Chinese food. Then why do they call it Chinese food? Because Americans think that that's real Chinese food. It isn't. Chinese food's awesome. Yeah, chickens but don't have fingers. Later, hungry again. Chickens don't have fingers. Really? <laughs> Why is it chicken fingers? <sighs> I don't know how I put up with the two of you. What do you think of the Oliveros Grand Returno? A lot of depth, a lot of character, some great notes. This it, is a nice cigar. How much is this? This, I think, I said seven dollars, roughly seven and a quarter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Now we're $7. talking about Chinese food. There's a little note of Chinese tea that you get. When you ask for tea at a restaurant. But it's been steeping for a long time. It's got it's got heavy steeped tea. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Definitely. Oh yeah. Definitely. It's there. All you gotta do is put in your mind a thought of something and then you find something. You start talking about Chinese food and yeah, it's the Chinese tea, because it God damn it. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Is it not? 
It's Chinese tea. It is. My God. All right. What do we got for time here? Yeah, let's do it. Let's go to break. And when we come back, it has been a long and winding road for Rafael Nadal. From his voyage on a raft to Miami, to the shores of Miami, to his own brand and the number one cigar in the U.S. But the road, the winding road continues. Stick around. Rafael Nadal will join us on the other side of the break. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Some football players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Corojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. What about it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Come on, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. You've heard us over and over again talking about the brands who advertise on the Cigar Authority show. Now here's your chance to try them all in samplers we call the Sponsors Deal. The Sponsors Deals are just that. Deals from the cigar brands that support the Cigar Authority. To see this week's Sponsors Deal, which not only run out every week, but is always limited. Just go to thecigarauthority.com and on the right-hand side, simply click the Sponsors Deal to see what this week's Sponsors Deal is. Please help the brands that help us bring you the Cigar Authority. Our friends at TwoGuysCigars.com will get it out for you, and you'll be getting a great deal while helping those who help us. The sponsor's deal from the Cigar Authority sounds like a win-win-win to me. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we are back, live from the Ford Dominicana Cigar Studios. You're listening to the Cigar Authority. A weekly broadcast over six years running about cigars and the nonsense surrounding them. The owner and founder of Aging Room started out in the industry by purchasing a brand that was smoking called Oliveros. Later, he created XL. It was one of the first big cigar, ring gauge cigars, and then he hit a stride with Aging Room. 
and the elegant, and one of my personal favorites, La Boheme. Love that cigar. He has a musical background, but I think it was the Beatles who wrote a song for his business, The Long and Winding Road, because that's what he's had. Is he on the air? Not yet. Not yet. This is when we would be introducing Rafael Nadell, but uh, he's having a problem with the link to get on here. But, so uh, instead, I'm going to uh, talk about a message submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. That's our go-to when, when we're, we're up against the wall here? I guess so. Good. All oh, right. Wait a second. Hold on. Uh, no, not yet. I'll it's continue. Like trying to connect. <clears throat> it, uh, it must be because a 56-year-old Italian from the Northeast, I'm, uh, it must be because I'm a 56-year-old Italian from the Northeast, Syracuse, that I get all of Dave's obscure references. Ah. Mickey Way, yeah, the candy bar. The candy bar. Mickey Way, the candy bar. Will the Will judges take that? that? Will they accept that? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and uh, he sent us a list of uh, fireball songs in case we came across uh, some cigars that uh-huh. tasted like fireballs, which we haven't done any of our little uh, sound effect songs. So I would like to see a, that later. Don't while. throw that Absolutely. one out. Absolutely, I'll keep that for you. All right. So yeah, there's, there's things in here that even these guys don't even understand what I'm talking about. But I amuse myself. That really, and really, that's what that it's matters. about, right? That's what matters. Dave, let's try. It looks like he might be there, but I can't physically see him. So if we All try right. to introduce him. Rafael Nadell, are you there? Yes, sir. Oh, I'm here. Fan- hear me? Fantastic. Fantastic. How are you? I am doing excellent. Thank you for having me here. I'm enjoying the show. Beautiful. Beautiful. So you've got to be busy. I know. And, I, and thank you so much for taking your time away. I know everybody's going nuts. Uh, we got down to not only the wire of the IPCPR, which is just one week away, but we are down to the wire with FDA, the Food and Drug Administration. So thank you uh, for coming on. Uh, how's things uh, been? What, what do you see out Great. there? No, no, they have been great, Dave. Uh, as, as you said, we are r- right uh, at the end of the obviously you, uh, for coming on. I, I I can see you guys. And I can, uh, I can see you guys. There we go. Okay. We got a little echo there. I got you though, Raphael. Keep going. Okay, okay. Well, uh, like you said, uh, we are right at the end. Uh, uh, a lot of things going on for the IPCPR, but in addition to the FDA as well. So we are ready. But I must say. That Saturdays, I normally sit on the beach with a little mojito and I listen to your show. So, oh, nice. Uh, so I'm doing almost the same. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, did you, uh, are you coming back from um, Dominican Republic or, in, or anywhere where they're uh, dealing with this directly, the factories? Yes, absolutely. I just actually came back yesterday getting ready for all the new releases, which are we're extremely excited with uh, many of the new releases that, that we are bringing this year. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I just arrived from the factory yesterday. Okay, one, one of them, uh, Solidera, am I saying this right? Solera. 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 Solera looks very, very interesting to me because you're doing something different or something that hasn't been done for quite a while uh, with tobacco. Explain that to us. Well, uh, as, as I'm showing right now the, the Solera box, and, and you're right. Back in 2004, uh, Dave, I... Uh, I visited Spain, and uh, I fell in love not only with the country, but with the culture. And also, I found something very interesting. I found in the southern part of Spain how they age some of the wines and some of the cherry and some of the uh, brandy. And it's also using cognac and rum. So it's called the Solera Method. And the Solera, basically, they mix different vintages together. And, uh, uh, and and we apply that to the to the tobacco, and I, I was surprised that no one has ever tried that. 
Because as you know, when we blend cigars, the first time the tobaccos uh, get together uh, is when we roll the cigars. Right. But what we've done is something a little bit different. We actually put different vintages together, put it in bells, continue the aging process together of some different vintages, and then we roll the cigar. So in my opinion, it gives the tobacco, the different tobaccos, more uh, time, more opportunity to marry the flavors. And it allows also to use different vintages because, uh, you know, Dave, on the day in room, we have been uh, uh, working with very old vintages. And obviously, it reflected on the price of the cigar. So the Solera method allows to, uh, to marry different vintages and have a better price on the cigar. Rafael, is that the exact same leaf from perhaps a different crop when you say vintages, or are you talking about different tobacco strains that you're attempting to marry together? Different tobacco strains and from different years. And that's where the key is, different years, but also different different vintages. Because, you know, old tobacco, just like happened with old people, you know, like us, uh, you know, in, in our 40s and 50s, and uh, uh, we have certain characteristics. We have a lot of knowledge and things like that, and the young people have a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, energy. And the same thing happened with the, with the tobacco, by the way. The younger tobacco has a lot of uh, new energy, a lot of fl- uh, flavors, and uh, together with the, with the older aging, uh, allows to unique flavor, I believe. And is there a, uh, and you certainly don't have to give out your recipe because I'm sure you want to keep that proprietary, but w- will you keep the ratio of those vintages the same year after year and hope that those continue to marry the same way? Yes, and, and I think that's that's the key. Uh, the ratio is very important. We have tried to other years different, different, uh, different ways, but uh, maintaining the same ratio as you're going to have on the final cigar is the key, I believe, to have a, a, a specific flavor and continue uh, having the flavors. So this is interesting because what you're doing is really these tobaccos are getting to know each other first by uh, aging in barrels, ba- basically dating or living together first until you end up forming them together and then the, then the marriage begins. So it, uh-huh. it, it's you know, it's interesting what, it's, what people would yeah. do. It's kind of like they're living in sin for a little. There while. we go. There we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Barry, for sure. That that is the, that is uh, a good dispute. Yes. You know, he's an advertiser, Barry. Right? <laughs> yes. Yes. Just making sure. <laughs> and we thank him always for, for that, <laughs> staying on board through through this whole mess of all all we've done. But this is going to be this is see now this is something I'm very very interested in. I know a lot of people are throwing things together and stuff, but this must have been a product uh, that you planned well in advance of this FDA thing uh, as opposed to throwing something together. This thing had to be going for a long period of time to see how this was going to uh, turn out. Yeah, no, absolutely, and you're right. As you know, part of, uh, uh, and, and we go back uh, a long time, and you you, you, you did mention the, the sun that is a long and windy road, and, uh, but we've done a little bit something a little bit different. We have actually tried to take our time in producing new. And just like I remember you saying one time, uh, this is a laboratory uh, for creating new flavors and new ideas. And I love to create. You mentioned at the beginning of, the, of, uh, of me coming in that I'm a musician, I'm an artist, and I like to create new stuff. And you guys have the same, the same idea and of creating new things. And I love that. And, uh, and that's what we've done with this project has been actually going out for a few years. The first time we tried this, believe it or not, was in 2005, right after I came very excited from my, uh, my trip to Spain. 
my first trip to Spain, which I'm happy to say, by the way, I just became a Spanish citizen as well. Oh! And, yeah. So in addition to being an American, which I'm very proud of, uh, I, I also be, uh, became a Spanish citizen since, you know, my grandfather was from Spain and immigrated to uh, Cuba. So things go in, in full circle, uh, circles sometimes. Jeez, a man of three countries now. Wow. So Rafael. Yeah, Cuba from Spanish descent, now Spanish citizen and, and uh, an American. Very proud to be an American, but I have to tell you, this is uh, plan B, plan B, just in case. No, just kidding. Yeah, but, oh, there we go. <laughs> not, nothing wrong with uh, a little insurance there. Not a bad idea. So, Rafael, one of the other cigars that you're coming out with the trade show is the Pelo de Oro Limited? Yes, yes. That's a, that's a very, very special project that, as you guys know, the Pelo de Oro, and, and I'm showing, uh, I'm not sure you have a video of me there, but you had a problem seeing me. But anyway, I'm showing to the camera right now the new box of the aging, uh, aging room Pelo de Oro. You know, every year we do a very small production, and the Pelo de Oro is, uh, is a tobacco, a Cuban, uh, uh, a Cuban seed, but it has some problems many years ago because it was very susceptible to, um, to blue mold and some other illnesses. So it's almost disappeared. But at one point, most of the cigars coming out from Cuba were Pelo de Oro. So now uh, this has been, this Pelo de Oro has been grown by A.J. Fernandez, Abdel Fernandez in Nicaragua. And we're using to 90% in, uh, of the Pelo de Oro, very extremely well-aged in this cigar. Something very special. Now, w- with all of the regulations with FDA, anything obviously that comes out after August 8th is going to have to go through FDA approval. And, of course, no one expects that anything will get through Given that you're an artist and you like to create, do you see yourself still creating new blends and moving those blends out and overseas or maybe keeping them for yourself because that's something that you just have to do? No. I, well, that's a great question, uh, Jonathan. And, and, and the answer is we love to create and we see ourselves continue to, uh, to create. You know, it's very important you mentioned the FDA because obviously it's a very tough regulation and we still don't know all the details that entails. I can tell you that Hank and I, my partner Hank and I, have uh, worked in the healthcare industry for a long time. So we are very used to regulations because healthcare is one of the most regulated uh, industries in the, in the United States. And uh, so you just have to understand and uh, and uh, uh, abide by those regulations. Of course, the industry as a whole is fighting against uh, some of these unfair regulations. And uh, but the key will be on the details. But uh, yeah, I see ourselves to continue creating and uh, at the same time continue bringing some of the old uh, blends that we have uh, put together. But two, th- two years ago, we started working on, on what I call aligning our blends and uh, with, the, with the regulations. Because, you know, although these regulations for the cigars are new, are obviously just, just released, these are the same regulations that have been going on for the cigarette. Uh, since 2009. Yeah, that's and, smart. Um, yes, and we had the opportunity to work with uh, a major company uh, in, in releasing a, a Romeo aging room uh, a couple of years ago. Right. And since that time, we have been aligning oral blends to make sure we are um, we follow the the intent of the of the regulations. So these are blends that use tobacco that has been in the market before, and not only that have been in the market that you can prove that has been on the market, and that's, that's an important thing. So we have uh, spent a lot of time, a lot of hours, Hank and myself, making sure that we have every single uh, 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 information that will satisfy the strongest 
of the interpretation of the new regulations. Well, dealing with a factory that you do uh, at, at Hochi Blanco's place, an aging room, which is uh, really the mantra of your company, is to use right. older tobacco to begin with. Everything you have becomes older tobacco, which is grandfathered in, I guess. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's a grandfather that has to do with the brand, as, as, uh, as uh, we, we interpret it. However, the same tobacco, that because you mentioned it, we have always worked from the beginning with very old tobacco that has been on the market before. But, you know, with this type of regulation, Dave and Jonathan and Barry, it's, it's not only uh, uh, meeting the criteria, but being able to prove the criteria. And that's what we have spent uh, almost a year getting ready for this. You feel like you're ready? Uh, you know, <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's the end, but we feel that we have done everything we have, we can to, uh, to satisfy the regulations. So, um, I consider you, uh, and we had, we had a laugh about it years ago that uh, it was coming up on your 10-year anniversary, and I said, this is when uh, somebody actually comes to the market at that point as, as the new hot thing uh, 10 years deep into it. I felt like uh, the early days of Rafael Nadell, when, when you were coming out with products, you were so ahead of the game. I think some of your products came out too soon, meaning that they were ahead of what was happening. One, for instance, was XL for men that you came out with. Big ring gauge cigars, before people were really putting big ring, ring gauge cigars out. Um, does this end up making a grand return also of, of brands yeah. like that? Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things is that throughout the years, and, and again, uh, I always felt, one is for trademark reasons, but another to, uh, to, I have learned enough to, uh, to, uh, to understand how things work now. And so throughout the years, I've done a small releases, a very, very, uh, very small releases of the continuation of the Excel for men. But you're right, you know, I felt we were ahead of the time. And as a business, um, it's, it's uh, not only the ideas are great, but the execution of the ideas is very important. And we felt that we, we made a lot of mistakes because our learning curve was uh, very long. And uh, although I love to create, Hank and I love to create new ideas, we were not able to, uh, to set the trend, uh, so to speak, because, you know, our lack of understanding on the market, but most of uh, more at their lack of resources. And uh, being a small company, being a, uh, being a person that came to this country in a boat, uh, you know, we've done everything with ourselves. But uh, we realized at the end we learned the market, and we and we were able now to uh, to set some trends in the industry. I believe. There we go. I, I think so too, uh, because the stuff was uh, I was behind it all, and I thought it was all genius. But uh, waiting for it to take off, and then all of a sudden somebody else years later come up with what I consider your idea, and the next thing it takes off, and I'm like, geez, I remember that came out before, and it was just ahead of ahead of its time, or um, you know they had the marketing, or they had the um, the notice of magazines and and the press basically of that time to get more recognition out of it. Another one out there was Spliff. Uh, a, a cigar that I liked very, very much, uh, and it seemed to come and go. And we, any chance that that comes back? Well, uh, yeah, it actually will come back as well. Then it's funny because a couple of days ago we opened a box that we had in our uh, in our humidor uh, from from uh, maybe 2006, 2007, 
2008. I'm not sure of the date at the moment. We're going with I'm, before February 15, 2007 no, 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 is what no, we're doing. <laughs> the, no, no, no. You're right. That's the brand <laughs> that day. But this particular box, uh, uh, and I tell you, it's in a, ahead of the time completely. It's, it's a gray cigar, hand roll, and that was, their, that was the way uh, you know, people used to roll cigars in Cuba. The, the old cigar maker from the old. Uh, uh, I remember uh, my grandfather rolling it. Uh, my actually, my grandmother. This is very amazing. My grandmother used to roll my grandfather's daily cigars. So she will wake up. Obviously, my wife will not do that for me these days. Yeah. But she, she will wake up in the morning and roll about ten to twelve cigars for my grandfather, and that's exactly how how she roll it. No, no mold, no nothing. Just roll the cigars. And that's what we put it on the market. And obviously, it's, it's uh, uh, with this new criteria, it's, it will come back, absolutely. When, I, when I'm in some of the factories and uh, we're talking about a certain tobacco, one of the cigar rollers may, may pull some tobacco from there and actually make a cigar up right there and then. It would look like that spliff that you would put out there. So that was the, uh, the fascination I had with it because it would, it would remind me of when I would go into the, into the um, factories and they would quickly make something for me to taste. That's actually one of the benefits, I think, Raphael, of you being ahead of your, your time is that you had enough products out before that predicate date, and now you'll be able to, in a sense, reintroduce them to the market almost as if they're new brands, but really, they're not new brands. They're old brands. Absolutely. And, and you know, I remember now going back to the XL, for example, that particular cigar with Dave is correct. Uh, he used for the first time some of the big cigar rings, but in addition, that was a blend that was unique because it had uh, five different countries uh, or origin the tobacco, yeah. and the box was painted with uh, car paint, for example, because uh, at the time the boxes were not painted, and we have to develop the system to paint the box. We paint the grade and things like that. So now, yeah. obviously, in the market, a lot of the boxes are are painted. It was a very minimalistic yeah. uh, way of putting the. The label, so it was really ahead of the time, just like you guys. And by the way, I want to show you something. That I don't, I'm sure that you can see me, but the people at home will be able to see it. I am showing here uh, at, back in 2011. Uh, it's, it's a monopoly uh, uh, that was for the 26th anniversary that you guys put together. Monopoly board. Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, this is a seal. A sealed one, by the way, oh. that I kept in my desk. And, and uh, so I have to think of my desk. This and the year before, uh, for the 25th anniversary, was, uh, was uh, uh, I believe, a humidor that looks like a very Roman thing. Yes. And I have those, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have this one that is called c- cigar, Cigarpoli. Uh, Cigarpoli. Yeah. Cigar, Cigarpoli. And uh, obviously had the sign of the 26th, and it's a seal. It's a seal box, and looking at some of the brands, uh, it, you know that that here has my father was just coming in, and uh, obviously Hoya Nicaragua, H E. You have the all the brands outside, and uh, uh, Colibri, Camacho, Arturo Fuentes, Alec Bradley, and uh, so this is a very interesting. Obviously, Oliveros that we had, uh, Perdomo, Padrón, Swag. Actually, this one was a Swag, which was new at the time, 
in his tatuaje. Very interesting, and uh, I'm keeping that for my my uh, my kids. Beautiful. Well, wait till you see what you got coming this year. Uh, we try to put out something uh, unique uh, and different every single year. I went back to, uh, because of getting ready for, you know, 2007 and going back in those years, and I'm going through old stuff, and our 25th anniversary, we gave away a Hummer, which was the big deal at that time. And if you remember, we had it all, um, it was a brand new technique at that time, wrapped with a with uh, basically a painting on it, which Hello. was all the cigar brands that were there, and the XL for men. I just looked at the picture earlier today. The XL for men was actually right on that nice. uh, vehicle from uh, before the predicate date. So yeah. you know, looking at these items, uh, I go back and look at them, and I say, okay, you know, what happened with this? What happened with that? And these were great cigars, great cigars that for some reason or another did not catch on. Um, and my, my belief on the XL for men was, you know, people looked at it and said, oh, my God, it's so ridiculously large. Today would fit in and will fit in so perfectly yep. uh, when, when uh, the grand return happens with, with that. No, absolutely. And that's why we did it. The grand return, we, we are positioning this cigar, which is within the Oliveros line, obviously it's new. But we wanted to make sure that we introduce, we reintroduce some of the consumer and introduce many of the new consumer to the Oliveros brand. And then we are, uh, together with that, we, we did a very nice concept, which is the Oliveros All-Star. Uh, we have, uh, we also releasing, which is in coordination with uh, what we call a duet, uh, you know, music. So a coordination with uh, uh, Nestor Perez Caprillo, a good friend and someone that uh, has been on in the industry for a long time, was also very instrumental. I love his cigars because it was very trend-setting at, at the time with the Series R, big regard size sure. of uh, La Gloria. So we are introducing the Oliveros All-Star with an unbelievable uh, broadleaf Maduro as well. So the idea is we're reintroducing the Oliveros and then we'll continue to... Another one was, by the way, the Oliveros 8-0, which yeah. was 2007. 2007, and we have done a small releases throughout the years. And it was funny you mentioned the car uh, because, uh, like I mentioned, we have been working in for a long time in getting ready for regulation if it were ever going to happen. And one of the things that we have in our folders as proof of the brand was a picture from that Hummer that has the Olivero cigar yeah. and the date that someone posted it on the internet. So that's, uh, believe it or not, you guys, uh, your history are part of my uh, FDA. Your <laughs> approval. <laughs> yeah, and there was a whole bunch of people that were on there, but that, that was a $75,000 magazine ad for sure. It was on a Hummer. So uh, it's there. And, and just up until recently, <coughs> the guy finally had it peeled off. Uh, he must have kept it on there for 10 years. Wow. Uh, and people would uh, contact me every once in a while and say, oh, my God, I was at the, the World Series. You guys were there. I saw it. And I said, no, it wasn't me. It was the guy that won the vehicle. This guy uh, goes to a lot of better places and, and nicer things than I ever do. And uh, it would, it, they would think that I was going to all these great events and promotions and stuff. But it, it was truly him. That thing lasted for a long, long well, time. Well, then, then I don't want to know what the guy in the 26th anniversary did with that all that tank of gas. That was parked right outside the dinner. I right, remember. right. Which all the brands were also on that. Yeah. So that oh. was that was the 26th anniversary. 
all these things are going to get looked at because uh, you know there was a lot of promotion behind it. So we, we we able to get the word out. Raphael, with just 22 days left to the FDA, how many, if you had to guess, new brands or reintroduction of brands do you think you're bringing to the trade show? Well, uh, we bring quite quite a few, and 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 just uh, um, uh, it's not a unique to us; it's unique to to many people because. Uh, with their, or, or, you know, one of the things that the FDA regulation is doing is the unknown. And in business, as you know, it's very difficult not to understand the future. And uh, so a lot of people are coming up with a lot of brands, and we are. We are we are releasing an F55 Maduro. We are releasing a, a Labo M uh, Connecticut. Uh, in, you know, but some of these releases we are doing in a small, a small productions. And... Uh, and, and then for later on, so we have plenty of brands, so we will meet the criteria for the regulations, but it will give us a, it will give us a tremendous uh, amount of uh, cigars that we can continue uh, reintroducing throughout the, the next two years. For example, the, the La Solera that I mentioned, we were going to do it only some grown, but we accelerated and we introduced it, and I'm showing here on the, on the, uh, uh, on the camera, the new... Uh, uh, Solera uh, Maduro. We have also a new Solera Shade with an unbelievable uh, Connecticut from Ecuador, and we have the uh, the Solera uh, Rojo. Now, all these obviously these are blends with tobacco that we can justify that we're in market before. So we're doing a, a bunch of new releases, uh, and uh, at least it will meet the criteria for uh, that they're market in the United States prior to the day. But then we'll have, be able to concentrate with the time uh, uh, to, to a national national campaign. All righty, Labo One, Connecticut, huh? Looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah, me too. All right. Yeah, Labo One, I'll tell you, Labo One is something that very special and that we did and we created, and that was, uh, and I know it's one of you guys' favorite, and uh, and I am very proud of that cigar because As that has be. to do with the uniqueness or how I like to create cigars. That particular uh, cigar, you know, I came from Cuba when I was 15, as you guys know, in a boat, and uh, you guys seen uh, uh, the, the Scarface movie. I came on those boats. In my boat, there was 300 people. I was 15, uh, but I remember a lot of things about my country, but one of the things that I remember the most was my grandfather smoking cigars in the little park next to my house. And I will go to school, come back from school, play in the park, and he will always be smoking. And I must tell you, that smell of those Cuban cigars, it really, really got stuck in my brain. So after we got the number one, uh, number two, if you will, uh, cigar, number one that year from the United States. So what I did is I started creating the blend, just smelling the blend. I didn't smoke the cigar. I just had other people in the factory uh, uh, smoke the cigars, and it made me it made me work with tobaccos that I was not used to. So I started using tobacco from Ecuador, Habano seeds that we had not used until the, the, the that time. And finally, one day, someone was smoking that cigar in the factory, and I smell it, and I said, "This is it." And that was the same mm. smell that I remember of my grandfather. So we, I tasted it for the first time, and I'm glad to say that it, it tasted good, yeah. but uh, I wasn't sure until the time, because, and, and, you know, many of my fellow manufacturers and partners say, yeah, you don't blend cigars like that, but we released the cigar anyway based on my gut feeling of what that smell was, and, you know, 
not only we got a fantastic rating and uh, 94, and we got a, uh, a number 12 by Cigar Aficionado, but it's the only cigar in history that has been on the top 20 cigar of every single magazine the same year. Wow. So we're very proud of that. Well, it is, it is beautiful and blended for, by aroma. Isn't that interesting? Very interesting. Different, completely different. So, you know, like I say, I, I love to create new things. And, and one of those things that you smoke that cigar, the first thing that I always try to tell people, forget about the flavor. Uh, uh, try to focus on the aroma at the beginning. And that is the closest thing you will ever find to a Cuban cigar. By the way, what I call Cuban cigar from the golden age, you know? Yes. Cuban cigar. We're not going to go into that. I mean, Dave uh, wrote <laughs> a whole show on that. <laughs> you can do a whole show on that. So we have a lot of retailers that listen to the show, and we are just a week out from the from uh, the IPCPR. Where can they find you? Do you know your booth number or exactly where you are? Yeah, absolutely, and thank you for asking that. We are booth uh, 1255-1255. Um, there we'll have, you will not miss it because it's very white, uh, our booth, something that we build ourselves. Uh, everything on the booth we build ourselves. And it's booth 1255. And again, you will find our new releases, like Oliveros Grown, Grand Retorno, in three shapes, the Olivero All-Star, the Oliveros, uh, the Aging Room Solera, one uh, unbelievable, and the Aging Room Pelo de Oro. So there you will find uh, at booth 1255 all our new releases. All right, Rafael Nadell, booth 1255. Thank you so much for taking time. I know you're very busy. Get back to work. Have a mojito for me, and I'll see you next week. Booth number 1255. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we call it the big list of new brands that come out each and every year at the IPCPR. This year, it looks like a book. We're going to pick at the highlights and the lowlights of new cigars that will be sold next week at the IPCPR trade show in Las Vegas. We are uh, getting excited to see and taste some of these cigars. Which one should you be excited to taste and try, and which ones should you stay away from? Stick around. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And when you happen to be smoking your Oliveris Habano Banjo, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. No, no, love. It's called Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal is that it's all about cigars and none of the nonsense that you see in other magazines. It has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. You're going to be impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, great editorials, and it's strictly for the cigar enthusiast or, get this, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. Cigar Journal, available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. Savor this moment, the sparks of conversation, the anticipation of that first draw. Savor the story shared over a cigar like this, a cigar that makes this moment classic, the Avo Classic. Savor a composition of handcrafted Dominican leaf, 
graced with notes of 25-year-old tobacco. Richly complex, yet remarkably smooth. Savor a harmony of creamy, balanced flavors. A duet of two cigar virtuosos, jazz and cigar legend Avo Uvesian and master blender Hendrik Kellner. A cigar meant to be shared with friends old and new. The Avo Classic. Savor every note. Visit your local tobacconist or see the complete Avo line at avo.com. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar & Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? In 2013, Boutique Blend Cigars released Aging Room Quattro, which was the number one cigar in the USA that year, according to Cigar Aficionado. Now, Raphael Nodel, the man behind the Aging Room small batches, has released La Boheme. La Boheme is a line that unites Raphael's three most important passions in life. Music, Cuba, and cigars. But perhaps the most unique part of creating La Boheme is the way in which Raphael blended this masterpiece. As a Cuban immigrant who came to the USA in a little boat when he was only 15 years old, Raphael had many memories of his native Cuba, but none as strong as the aroma of the Cuban cigars his grandfather used to smoke every day in that little park next to his house. Raphael blended countless combinations of different tobaccos and had other people smoke them. He would sit back and savor the aromas until one particular blend finally matched his memories. The same aroma of those Cuban cigars his grandfather smoked. La Boheme, a Dominican cigar with a Cuban soul. This the crowd is standing on his feet here at Augusta. Is the Cigar Authority. Where are your badges? The Authority. We ain't got no badges. On everything cigar. I don't have to show you any stinking badges. With your host. Ho, ho, slow down there, speed racer. David Garofalo. Put that coffee down. Coffee's to close his own. Mr. Jonathan. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. Barry Stump. That guy in a little coat. That guy in a little coat. Don't. <laughs> and Chuck. Morrison. I went to Magic Camp. I'm an accomplished ventriloquist. Oh, I am a seventh degree imperial yo-yo master. <gasps> it's time to light them up. We use words like honor, code, loyalty. It's time. I would rather you just said thank you. For the Cigar Authority. Yeah! And we are back with our number two broadcasting live from the La Flua Dominicana Cigar Studios and today at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Thousands of new cigar brands and sizes about to slam cigar shops in the U.S. in just about one week. We have the scoop on them and the highlights for you. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. On behalf of my good friend Barry Miller over here. Barry Miller. <laughs> I thought for sure you had changed your name already, and I'm like, Heidi's last name is in Miller. <laughs> Are you going to change your name? Yes, I am. Yes, he is. No, you're not. Are you? Yes, I am. True? True. 100% true. So we're going to have to change the beginning of the show? That's insane. Do? No, I'm going to keep Barry Stein as my That's. professional name. <laughs> you know, every great actor has a stage name, and... 
I'm not a great actor, Pedro. but yeah, that'll be my stage name. So what is your name going to be? Barry Bellavo. Bellavo. Does that make you Italian now? Uh, French Canadian. Oh, <laughs> oh Bellavo. Yeah. How do you spell? B-E-L-I-V-E-A-U. And is that who the check will be made out to now? Probably it will have to change that, yeah. yeah. If I legally change it, I'm probably going to have to change it. I don't right. even think of that. Okay. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority, <laughs> the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist. We demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, or podbean.com where you can set it and forget it. So if they, they make um, Garofalo Cigar go away and I have a cigar named after me and FDA ends up saying, no, I can't go back six years and keep that cigar brand out and I want a cigar named after me, will I have to change my name to... Zeno? Dos, dos Hombre <laughs> or something. Can I get away with anything like that? David Dos Hombre. That would be an interesting fight if they said you, you, had, you had to get rid of Garofalo and then you change your name to Dos Ombre and they come after Dos Ombre for some reason. You can say, you're coming after my namesake. You can't do that. Really? Yeah, anyway. All right. Uh, this is part of the care package. This is um, the Zeno Z-Class, Barry. What do we know about this? Well, as you mentioned, it is part of the Cigar Authority care package and it's also part of the Zeno Platinum line. The Zeno Z-Class is made at the Tabadon factory under the watchful eye of Hanky Kellner. The cigar contains filler tobacco from Nicaragua, and it includes Lajero from Jalapa, as well as Lajero from Esteli. It also includes some San Vicente Lajero from the Dominican Republic. That's the one that makes your mouth water a little bit when you smoke it. It does. Yep, and it's a quintessential Davidoff taste. So I'm going to quickly... The, yeah, go bi- the binder's Peruvian, while the wrapper is a grade A Dominican Habano, and it retailed, depending on the size, from $9 to $13.79. Okay, so uh, everybody has this. We have about 500 people in the care package who receive every month four cigars that we will be smoking during that uh, month coming up. They only pay nineteen ninety nine and include shipping, and we shut it off at 500 people because, frankly, we were losing a lot of money doing it. But we promised we would open it up to our listeners again during the year. We're going to do that at the beginning of December, and um, you can be part of that at that time when we open it up to you. So there's just a forewarning of that's going to happen. But right now what's going to happen is we're going to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. And I know they're going wild over there at Perdomo, trying to get all their stuff together, and uh, we see that everywhere, that I am trying to um, not bother the manufacturers, but I want to know the new Mm. things that come out. We need information this Coming week, because we're going to do the show on Thursday, it doesn't give us a full week to gather enough information, so I will be making some calls to get some information that I don't already have, so we can have a show. Butternut squash. You're tasting the cigar before you're lighting it, which you should be doing too, that you guys that are listening to the show, you have the cigar in your, in your hand, let's, before you even light it, let's try it and taste it, because butternut squash, huh? Have you, you know ever what? had butternut squash? I hate to agree with him, I but I definitely get it. <laughs> yeah. Power suggestion, but he nailed it. 
Thank you, Charles. So there obviously is no butternut squash in here. But I don't know. I think that could be one of the ingredients that they left out, Barry. <laughs> could there be butternut squash in this? But it's proprietary to the factory. Before you smoke a cigar, to really enjoy a cigar, you should try it before you light it. You should smell two parts of the cigar. After you take it out of the cellophane. Not don't be, smell not, the plastic. Yeah, don't do that. You smell it under your nose, across your nose, the whole body of the cigar. And there's a smell of the outside wrapper. And then the foot of the cigar, this is the part you would light before you light it. Smell inside there. little nutmeg, little honey. And you smell a different aroma to it. We, we uh, did uh, our last um, charity tasting event yep. last night, the last one, because we can't give away cigars ever again. Uh. So we did our last one yesterday, explaining to people to smell the, the two aspects of it. Why, why, can't you, why can't you continue to do the charity? Uh... Because we give it away for free to charity, and then we give them cigars for free. It's a donation. Though. Yeah, we donated 22,000 cigars to the, to the troops last year. Can't we, do that again. We can't do that again. We can't give away cigars to anybody. Period. Period. Can't give away cigars. There's, there's fines. There's jail time. It's bad. Wow. I thought it was just sample basis customers. Yeah, they consider it a sample, and they think that... Hang on. Yep. What if you're sending the cigars overseas, though? No, I would still be doing it. Okay. It would be... They could send them to us, technically. The person on the receiving end would be breaking the law at that point. I would be the one yeah. uh, sending it out, and I would be breaking the law. The receiver would break the law. It's going to be very so what hot. you're saying so is a there friend are no loopholes. It, a friend giving it to a friend is, is impossible to... To track. To, it's illegal, but it's impossible yeah. to track. But listen, they, they are sending an army out. This is the FDA responding to my comment to them of looking at different ways of, that I could give cigars away. And they said, under no circumstances can you do it. And we have an army of trained people coming out on August 8th to get you. We have lots of problems in this world. A lot. This ain't one of them. And this is what they're getting an army together. We need an army. But it's not to go find if somebody's giving a cigar to somebody else. But that is the trained army that the U.S. government is prepared for right now is to stop this. And I believe that they will. I believe they're going after people. We could be a big one because we have big mouths. You and have a big mouth. It's yes, me. You do. But, yep. you know, we're seeing what the problem is, and they are going to come there, and I got a feeling that we're going to be one of the first people they're going to look for. So I'm going to play it straight. Because Dave says what you're thinking. I say what Directly you're Directly to the people. Yeah. So let's give it a light. All right. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Glock. Which I own in another form. I own a Glock, <laughs> but it's a different form of a Glock. <laughs> I would not recommend that you light your cigar. With no. the other Glock. <laughs> no. If you're going to light your cigar, you use the Vertigo Glock, yes. not the Glock Glock. Yes. The Vertigo Glock retails for $14.99. It features the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. It's not a patented thing at all. Three and, and jets in line and a big-ass adjustment wheel at the bottom, which they are in the process of patenting. But they've got to get all true. their lighters to have true. the big-ass adjustment wheels before they can go with it. But all their lighters do, in fact, have big-ass tanks. We are, we are setting up at the Selected Tobacco United Cigar booth, which is next to Davidoff, which is diagonally across from Vertigo. And I want to go over there and say, what do you have in a patented big-ass tank? <laughs> and they're going to say, everything. Yes. Everything is patented in big-ass tank. Do, do they even know that? Do they even listen? They listen? How crazy would it be if they had a sign hanging out home of the big-ass tank? That would be crazy. <laughs> 
<laughs> it would be crazy. And then Jonathan will sue them because he came up with it. No, that's their thing. Yeah. I can't sue them for their thing. They're patented big-ass tanks. And they can continue to come out with new products. So I'm looking forward to see what they have yeah. at the show. And they can continue to come out with it. They don't need to rush to it. They make sure it's perfect when it comes there. And I'll tell you, we get so few returns. Uh, the, the number one thing is somebody drops their lighter and it, and it breaks. And they come back and they say, you know what? It's only $14.99. I'm going to take two this time. And at that level, I mean, it's really on the customer. Right. As far as defects go, it almost doesn't happen. Yeah, if, if you ended up having a problem, the store's going to do the right thing yeah. by you anyway. But right. you, you have the thing for a year and a half, and you say, I dropped in the water and stuff. It's, it's right. on you. It's on you. It's on you. Uh, but no big deal. I mean, they, they have them down as low as $10, and I'd like to say up to, there is a $100 one, they have right? a $140 flat flame, which is unbelievable. It, they... That's the one I can't believe it sells so well. You notice we don't do it on the show, and it's because we run out of stock so frequently because they come in and they go out. They come in and they go out. Very nice. It's a classy, classy, the flat flame. Very classy. And he says this is the poor man's flat flame because it it goes across like the other one. But not squeezed together like a brush. Right, like a painter's brush, a real nice painter's brush. Precision. And you, you brush the... It's so cool when I use Burns it. Burns at the temperature of a match. I mean, it's really unbelievable. So the big list of new cigars. As I said, we used to rattle every single one of them off. That's not going to happen today, but we got, we got plenty. So the first one, Barry, you're going to have to help me on uh, the name of this one. Guanamaro. Guanamaro by Romacraft. Yep, and if you follow Skip Martin on uh, Facebook, you'll know that he talks highly of Esteban Dizla, who works in his factory as the master blender at Nicosueño. Now Esteban gets his own cigar in a three-size blend, ranging from 7 to $9. Features a wrapper from Mexico, binder from Brazil, and fillers from Nicaragua and the Dominican Republic. So I've heard Esteban mentioned many, many times. Have you ever met him? Do you know who the guy is? No, I haven't. No? I've just seen pictures. So maybe he'll be at the show? I believe I'd like he to will meet be. him because they, he did a hell of a job with the firecracker. Not to my liking, a little too strong for me, to be honest with you. But it burns so perfect for, for a cigar of that strength. Usually, because there's so much Lajero in it, you, you, it, it tends not to be a perfect burn of heavy, heavy cigars like that. But that was perfect. Perfect. Yeah, burned well. Aging room, we just mentioned the uh, Solera, Connecticut. Uh, Corojo, Maduro, and Sun Grown mm-hmm. from Aging Room. Also, the Pelo de Oro that Barry is looking forward to, one of his favorites. That's a, tobacco, that's, yep. that's a limited production cigar. That's yes. words you're going to hear now. Not limited release because it's always going to be in production. Right. But it's not going to be readily available at all times. Now, that's something that they could come out with once a year. It doesn't have to be out more more than that. It can just I once guess, a year, and I, you're okay. I don't know what the what the rule is. Well, but for two years, and then they got to hope they get FDA approval right. to continue thereafter. All these things could possibly only be on the shelf for two years that we're mentioning. Well, retailers for three years, but the manufacturer can only sell it to yeah. the retailer for two years. How? It's, it's going to be a little freaky on the third year because retailers are going to be scared because it's actually a be fine and a problem against a lot of have it. On the SO. That'll be an interesting Ooh. thing that we'll get into after FDA starts. They can continue to import for those two years? For two years, right? So on April, on, excuse me, on August 8th, 2018, they will no longer be able to actively sell the cigar or import it or anything. Correct. If they have it in their warehouse, they will not be able to sell so it. They can't to even sell it. Yeah. Yep. They can't even sell it to a consumer. They can't do anything because warning labels won't be correct. It won't be a legal product. It will be poison, basically, at that point. And you can't sell poison unless it says poison. 
What if we make a brand called Poison? Poison. I was just thinking that. BBD. Oliveros Grand Returno, which is what we just smoked, uh, and that's Habano, and I believe that's the only way it comes? There's also a Maduro. Oh, there is, okay. Yeah, so we were smoking the yellow and black band, and the Maduro is, um, I think, tan and dark blue. That was really good. That was a finger burner. We brought that all the way down to the inch mark. I got a whole box of them. And when I got down to four left, I said, oh, let me stop right here and save them for the show so that yeah. we can have something to show. I actually went through the whole box of them. They are ready. They are ready as can be. Yeah. They don't need aging. They don't need anything. It's aged tobacco. It, it, there was a plan of coming out with these along with the other ones that, that he mentioned on there. The, the plan was set. It's not going to be the case all the way through. Another cigar that has been planned, and I know this for a fact, is the Byron Siglo 21 Elegantes. Because it already exists mm-hmm. in these tube pack. Yeah, now and I've purchased 22 of those tube packs since they came out to get to that cigar. I like the other two. You got a Poema, two Poema in there, two Londonese, and then the Siglo 21. And I've bought that pack to get to the Siglo 21. Well, this now is, it'll be available in 200 boxes. That's it. And Very limited release. Yep. 200 boxes. Countrywide. Tobacco aged for four years before it's rolled, and then five years additional after it's rolled. And it's packaged in uh, a humidor box that works as a humidor because it has the hygrometer right on the outside of the box. Is that what a humidor box works for as is a humidor? Are you sure it doesn't work as a car? No. Did I say humidor box that works as a humidor? Yes, you did. Is there a limit on the 200 for retailers? Is there a cap? It's a box of 25, so you're talking about... I mean, could you take 5, all 5,000 cigars? I am taking all 200. There you go, baby. I'm taking them all, and then United Cigar, which I own, will distribute Love to it. there. Love it. And uh, we'll make sure we have enough for our own retail stores. But um, if you're interested, see us at our booth, which is directly beside Davidoff. I don't have the booth number. See how Raphael oh, moved yeah. right One, up two, the bat? Yeah, Yeah, it was <laughs> awesome. I, I, I felt bad that I even I tried to write it down. My... He said it pretty fast. I think it's 125-2259 or something. 1255. 1255. And um, I don't know what mine is, but it's right next to Davidoff Selected Tobacco, United Cigar. And uh, we will have those 200 boxes available there, uh, less whatever we think we're going to use for our own stores that we will not we'll hang on to. We need at least. Yeah, I'll be buying a box. I'm taking half, right? I don't, <laughs> I don't buy boxes of cigars all that often, but that's one. I have to have. So Nelson Alfonso was already also coming out with a cigar that he had talked to me for a long time about doing because I said, wouldn't it be nice if you ended up having a brand that said Alfonso on or something, have, have your own brand like Perdomo has and you should have something also. Apparently there was an Alfonso issue, so he went with Nelson, which is his first name. So Nelson will be the brand. His problem with Nelson is Nelson is a word... Uh, of somebody very bad in Spain, apparently. Like a well, Nelson, Nelson Mandela. No, it would be, um, I don't know, something that he said, I hope it doesn't have an issue, but that is my name, and we're coming up with it. But the packaging is so beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful jar, beautiful tubes. It's unbelievable. Uh, as far as the cigar goes, I'll probably have my first sample, unless I had it when I was in Cuba. Because I had some cigars, unbanded cigars with him. What do you think of this? What do you think of that? If it was one of those at that time, I don't know. So uh, we'll see what that's all so about. So the whole Nelson, in thing, Nelson name in Spain has to do with the Battle of Trafalgar. Okay. Trafalgar. It has to do with uh, trying to Why push. do you even try? When it's a Spanish name, why do you yeah. even try? Try to push the Spanish out. 
of Spain. It, yes. yes. They, so they were negative to him, and he lives in he Spain. He was the Hitler of Spain. I don't know if you want to go there. Do you want to go there? Not really. I don't. No. Okay. <laughs> I just did. Okay. Uh, Avo has... Uh, Remember what Chuck of- Morrison used to work for us? <laughs> You're right. Uh, Avo has the Synchro Fagata. Yeah, I always feel like saying forgot about it. Forget about it. But uh, it means campfire, and it's a line extension for Avo Nicaragua, uh, which, by the way, is going up a dollar a stick. Uh, the Fagata features an Ecuador Habano 2000 wrapper over Mexican San Andreas Negro binder and filler, including that, uh, Dominican Yamasa, Piloto, and San Vicente. Yeah, so now is there from Nicaragua. any sort of fire cured thing going on? No, it's very sweet and citrusy. And yeah, but they went with a name that means campfire. Yeah, I guess sitting around maybe the campfire. Maybe it's going to taste cigar. like that. I've tasted cigars that taste like the campfire. You've smoked a cigar. Yes. Have you? I have not. Yeah, I didn't see anything campfire no? like. Okay. Uh, Camacho Power Band. We tried that cigar. That, that is a, something new that will be available to show. Uh, also from Camacho and the Davidoff Yamastron. Yamasa. 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 Yeah. Um, which is, uh, we've had samples of that yeah. also. Uh, that was a pre-planned, no doubt about it. Um, that cigar is ready to go. You liked it very much. I did. Yeah, it, it, I liked it as well. I liked the, the Pura Dioro one away, which used a wrapper from the Yamasa Valley. Yeah. And that's going away, and this is coming out. But there is a subtle difference to the cigar. Okay. Um, Diamond Crown, Black Diamond. We, we were down there a couple of years and in a they row. Had a home run. They, it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It took forever and ever and ever. We're talking about a decade mm-hmm. now, 10 years yeah. of talk of this. Now they have no choice. It will come in. Imagine if they brought it out a decade ago. They'd be all set. Right. Right. It's going to debut at Two Guys Smoke Shop on August 6th. Yes. We're going to have them up here on August 5th and August 6th. Um, Last supper, right? Yeah. The... um, Eric Newman will be up here. We're going to go visit the stores on the 5th. We'll hit the um, Seabrook store in the morning. In the afternoon, we'll go over to the Nashua store. And then all day on the 6th here in the Salem store, where at night we'll have a Last Supper. You buy a box of Diamond Crown now, and you get a free ticket to the Last Supper, which will include um, the Diamond Black Diamond cigar and a special cigar that was made for Eric Newman. It's the 1845... 1895. 1895. Which is available right now in the Julius Caesar line. It'll be that same exact size for you that those of you that have smoked it in the Diamond Crown blend. The regular Diamond Crown Very shade. Very difficult to pull off the wow. flavor on that because the ring gauge is a little thinner. And if those of you that know Diamond Crown, the regular blonde one... They're all the same ring gauge, just different lengths. Yeah. So to get that flavor in that little cigar took some time. Now, 2,000 cigars were produced for Eric Newman for him to give out at events. But he's receiving these cigars right before the end, and he can give it away only then. Yeah, because he can it. never give it away after that. So this is it. This is it. You want to collect this item. This is the collectors item of all. Collectors. I don't know that I'd be able to sit on that one. That's <laughs> right. I'm, I'm, I can't wait to light it up. Uh, they're coming out with a Perla del Mar, which is their box press cigar in Maduro. Uh, Cohiba is coming out with the Cohiba uh, Nicaraguan. Well, a line extension in the Pequinos Vitella, which is four and three sixteenth by thirty six. The Cohiba Nicaraguan debuted in two thousand fourteen, so it's a line extension. Okay. okay. 
Uh, Cusano Cigars is coming back. If you uh, remember the Cusano brand, it's, it has a new look to it. Uh, but the price is where the price was, which is four fifty to five fifty per cigar, and uh, they're relaunching that at the show in four sizes. Also, they're coming out with their bundle brand, uh, bringing that back: the M1, the P1, the CC. Uh, big selling, low price bundles. You're talking two and three dollar cigars in bundles this time of sixteen. They used to be twenties. They're coming in as sixteen. Hmm. The La Galera is um, coming out with, we, we already have their Habano and their Maduro that we already there. But Habano in Connecticut. Connecticut. They, um, they have some that are just in Europe, and they have already launched them, but they're actually going to bring them to the United States because it's now or never, right? right. Yeah. And, and there's some thinner traditional uh, Cuban Vitolas, uh, a Lancero, a Corona. Yeah, um, five by thirty-eight. The European sizes yeah. that, that they're bringing here, so it's it's now or never. They're also doing an 80th anniversary box press, by the way, which will debut at the show, and it'll be two rows of seven cigars. Each row is a different size, so it's two different sizes in the box. Interesting. And is has that cigar been out for eighty years? No. Or are they just <laughs> forecasting like evidently uh, Pravada? Indian Head has been around <laughs> okay. for eighty years. The company that he bought. Gotcha. So is the brand Indian Head or just 80th anniversary? Uh, it'll be La Galera 80th anniversary. Okay. Okay. Um, listen, they, and, and that's where uh, Raf, most of Rafael's cigars are made there um, at uh, Las Palmas, uh, Hochi Blanco's place. And they're going crazy. They're, they're banging stuff out left and right. Uh, Cattle Baron, very interesting. Uh, I have the steaks in the refrigerator, by the, in the freezer. Mm. Uh, the samples came with steaks. And it came with a bottle of booze, too, on top of it. Uh, That's a way to go after your heart. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Cat, why cattle? is this the first I'm hearing of this? I told you why. I said I How got many steaks, steaks did it? they give? Two. Oh. Yeah, I was going to say we Sorry. could cut it up on the we show could, on Thursday. Could, we go. Maybe. Uh, Stockyard, uh, Bulls, Cowboys. This is a Dominican cigar out of Phil Zangi's factory. And uh, he's making the cigars for them. And this, these guys are real cowboys. They own a cattle ranch, and they wanted to make a cigar brand. And they've been talking about it for years what and years. What a perfect time to get into the industry. <laughs> I know. It's, it, jump in, <coughs> jump out. It's the cigar version of Double Dutch. Yeah, from the go. tobacco hotbed of Dylan, Montana. There we go. Uh, pissed off Christoph. We were looking best forward to that. Best name ever. Right? That's Thank pretty you. Best name. Best name ever. Uh, full-bodied uh, Christoph Azan Blue. So uh, Azan coming, they have the white burgundy. and they have the burgundy. The white and, and the, blue. the blue. And is the blue. Um, Sereno, which uh, Sereno is uh, a man that makes one of the Dos Ombres for us. He makes the Baba Pole, uh, Tony Sereno. And he's coming out with a um, Royal Connecticut in Maduro, uh, kind of high-end, uh, very nice cigar. Cool. And it's going to be made at the same factory that Hirochi Rabanya's cigar is made at. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, what else? Uh, where it's made now or where it was made, or is it still made in the same factory? Because I lost track of where that story went. The Sereno Royale that's coming out was going to be made at the Omar Gonzalez Alignment Fact- La Corona factory, which is known for HR. The cigar is still made at that Oh, factory. it's been made at the same place. Right. It was just it- involved with the lawsuit with uh, Guayacan. Gotcha. All right, we got the upsetters coming from uh, Nick Melillo, Foundation Cigars, that made the uh, El Wawense. Yep, he's the coming. Ac- the acid killer. That's what people are saying. That's what they're calling it. it. Yeah, that's what uh, he isn't. He isn't calling it that. Just so you know, right? But I've had, I've heard uh, some people uh, mention that. 
Um, Cusano's coming out with a Cusano Nicaraguan cool. uh, that never existed before. What's this War Hunter? Well, American Stogie's War Hunter is a revamped line with a Corojo wrapper. Uh, it's produced at Tabacalera Palma, which is the same place that Agent Room is uh, produced at. That's Hoche Blanco's factory. And it's being labeled as a medium-bodied, medium-flavored cigar in four sizes. Okay. And uh, our friend Sam Lachia um, that uh, started out with Nub and then moved on to uh, Black and White and then goes on to um, the... Uh, Bumpy the, Roots. Yeah, this is Bumpy Roots. Yep, it's a cigar that features a mix of tobacco with pipe tobacco. The pipe tobacco will be in the filler as well as between the wrapper and binder. It's going to be offered in three different blends. Cherry Stout, which uses Cherry Stout pipe tobacco. D's Nuts Ale, which oh, uses geez. hazelnut pipe tobacco. And Pops Blend, which uses black cavendish. Now, D's Nuts is a New Hampshire guy, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He, yeah, he's a... Uh, ran someone, for president. He did. He ran. <laughs> Um, a I don't know that these nuts. Isn't that I wanted a, to say that in the worst way. I was hoping we would get to that. Yeah. <laughs> isn't that kind of a dangerous thing, given that part of the, the issue, anyways, in New Hampshire is pipe tobacco people <coughs> labeling their cigarette, roll your own tobacco as pipe tobacco. Couldn't that be sort of a red flag? I think in certain areas it could be. We're going to go uh, right now uh, to uh, Chuck Morrison. While you're enjoying Life Thoughts Thoughts, it's important to be debonair. How to be more debonair and gentlemanlike is Gentleman Chuck Morrison. Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts. Switch on your electronic devices and pump up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with... Wait for it. Suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, the art of follow-up, the debonair way... Back on June 18th, to celebrate Father's Day, the Cigar Authority had on father and son Nick and Scott Weeks from Recluse Cigars. Yes, we did. To show their appreciation for time spent on the show and the experience of spending Father's Day weekend with us, Nick Weeks didn't just call Dave and company to express his gratitude, nor send an email or text. No, Nick Weeks did what all gentlemen should do when sincerely grateful for an experience or object, and that is to handwrite a letter and send it in the U.S. mail, stamped and handwritten. It is important to remember that you're not writing a novel here, rather coming from the heart. Here's the actual letter sent in by Nick. Again, sent in the U.S. mail, handwritten. David, I just want to thank you for a great time you showed, Scott and myself. Father's Day without a necktie, but rather friendship. I will not soon forget. Again, I want to tell you that in all my years in the tobacco business, I have never, never seen an operation as complete as yours. Thank you again, Nick Weeks. That, my friends, is called being debonair. Not a phone call, not a text, not an email, a handwritten letter. He's a gentleman. That is the gentleman's way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question, gentlemen, every single time, are you debonair enough? Class act, man. That's the way to do it. It's old school, but that's the way to do it. So I'm going to bang out some more uh, of these uh, quickly. Uh, Hoya Black. Hoya Black is coming. That's Hoya de Nicaragua. Uh, Fratello Oro. 
Yep, he's oh. leaving Nicaragua and having a cigar made at La Aurora. Very different. Very different for him. And very interesting. Olivero, uh, Oliva. Oliva. Facundo. Facundo. Who's the current, who's the father of the current patriarch of the Oliva family, Gilberto. And the cigar is going to use uh, a Sumatra wrapper and a Connecticut wrapper, two different variations, five to seven dollars. They must have planned that because they don't even own it anymore. Right. So that'll be interesting. AJ Fernandez, last call. I love the name of it because it really is yeah. the last call. This is it. Um, La Polina, Bill's Blend, USA Blend. This is from Bill that owns La Polina, right? Yep, it's going to be made at El Titan the Bronze. Okay, my father, Garcia Garcia. That came out um, a couple weeks ago. Okay. Uh, limited edition, I believe. Well, not really. Yeah, limited not release. Not anymore. Limited release limited, is what yeah. they're going to go with. Um, Tatuaje the Kruger. That'll be the one uh, this year for the... Um, Halloween. How is he not coming out with every single one that he's going to do for the next 10 years and just have them out? I have a I, feeling he's going to show them sold to a couple of stores and then release them. I would like to be a couple of stores. Yeah. <laughs> just, just saying. Uh, Reclus Amadeus Lancero. The first loser by <laughs> the people from Reckless. And you told him to the and face. I told him to his face. And Scott listens every week. So, Scott, I, I thoroughly apologize, and please don't drop your sponsorship. You can come up with a lot of things, but you want a winner. That ain't it. I'm just saying, you know, whatever. It doesn't ring the register. I don't think so. Hey, who knows 30 years from now or something. <laughs> I got a Lancero. You thought this was crazy. <laughs> Uh, Roma Craft, 50-year anniversary. Yep. That's good. It really is their 50-year anniversary. Yes, uh, Hammer and Sickle Tradition Solomon. Mm. This is Davidoff who makes the... Um, I, uh, I smoked it. Did you? It is exceptional. Do you remember the Davidoff Solomon? Yeah. It was $50. Yeah. It's exceptional. Wow. Exceptional. It is exceptional. Mm. All right. Uh, it's, they not, also- it's not good. It's not great. It's whatever is past great. Which would be exceptional, exceptional. I would say. Uh, Berlin Wall box pressed. Yep. And also yeah. the uh, museum edition. Yes. Is that what's in the museum? No, it's going to be a separate release. Okay. Box pressed. Um, have you had that? Yes. Why do I miss these things? I know. Right? Yeah, how come you didn't save a couple for us? He only gave me one. And I asked for a couple extras, and he only had two, and he gave one to Ed, and he gave one to myself. I'm missing these things. We're going to have him on the show in a couple of weeks, so we're going to see what happens there. Uh, HR, HR Robania. Yeah, Harachi Robania. A couple of new things? Yeah, it's coming out with Claro and Blue. Uh, they're both going to be lower in price than the original release. All right, there's some of them. It's time to take a peek into the asylum right now from our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha. And it's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars Take No Prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80. That's right, that's Asylum. And with all the bad things that are happening all over the world, here's a little bit of feel-good news happening that happened in Texas. At least eight prisoners were behind a locked door in a small room off to one side, and the one guard standing outside had been joking around with them. He was a good guy, and he suddenly slumped over unconscious. He's the only guard in the room behind a locked door, and they're behind a locked gate. 
He slumps over. The inmates are shaking the door. They're screaming. They're trying to get people's attention. Nothing. They figure out how to break out. They administer CPR to them. While one's doing CPR and mouth-to-mouth, the others are banging on the door. Of course, the guards think it's a riot. They come in, guns drawn, and then they realize what's happening. And these inmates saved this man's life. And uh, incidentally, the cell they broke out of has been reinforced. So if it happens again, the next guard is uh, SOL, I guess. That's insane. That's asylum. They're coming to take me away. I saw that story, and uh, they were they were given praise, you know, congratulatory, but their sentence, or uh, I think they were in a courtroom, still uh, still held up. Yeah, they still still going to jail. All right, we're going to be taping a show this Thursday night at 5 o'clock. I have lots more on the big list. We're going to get, we have some information because even though I made a small list of the big list, I still have lots more on the big list. So we have some stuff to go through Thursday. We have something. Right now, our early thoughts on the Zeno Z class. Uh, I hate to use the same flavor profile Back on back-to-back cigars, but this is striking me as a tea. It's not the Chinese tea. This is more like a when you have the black and green tea combination back and forth. Have you ever mixed black and green teas before? No. no. Nope. You know, um, it's very good. Nelson Alfonso, he does his tea. He mixes two different teas together. So I got to go. the jar with all the teas, and he one, two. I go, what are you doing? He says, that's what we do. Does that we make mix. him a manufacturer tea? Is yes, the it FDA does. okay <laughs> with that? He's a manufacturer. <laughs> Uh, I got tang in this, um, citrusy tang, not just citrus, but tang. Tang. Remember tang? The uh, astronaut's the astronaut orange tang. juice. There you go. It is. I have never had tang. No? No. Tang. You ever have a tango? Tang. If you never had tang, you didn't. You would put tang in vodka and no water, but just pour some tang in the vodka, and it's called a tango. Sign me up. Heidi, if you're I've listening had, uh, my tang. I've had tang of the poon variety, but yeah. not yeah, not like you're talking about. <laughs> no need of that at all. That's Check not debonair. That's not debonair at all. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, what's up in the cigar business is the FDA. The FDA has been sued by three cigar, not manufacturers, organizations, we'll call it. Yep. And if we got time, we're going to go into a classic three-way because we're only 22 days away from the cigar apocalypse and seven days away from the IPCPR. Stick around. We'll be back in just minutes. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and you are listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. 
the time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand-pick, hand-roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. In 1848... In honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron. Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. It was 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. It was a box of cigars. But this box of cigars was not what I expected. One I never saw before. Something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift. A gift of a brand of cigars. So what should you expect from a Garofalo cigar? Rich layers of complex flavors, but offered in a mild to medium body profile. A blend comprised of fine Cuban seed Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a triple-fermented, five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. I'm honored to have Garofalo, my name, surrounding such a wonderful cigar. I would be honored if you would give a Garofalo cigar a try. Garofalo Cigars, an honor.
got Jason Wood from Miami Cigar and Company, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And we are back live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. we got a classic three-way and some letters in the mailbag. But first, very important, we got to find out what's up in the cigar world, which is a lot. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. It's time for What's, what's up? up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is... The Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. First, I want to give a shout-out. Berta Bravo has been hanging out in the chat room all day. Absolutely my favorite person in the industry, the Guayabara lady. Guayabara lady. Hi, Berta. So, hi, Berta. Uh, she got great stuff. Do you, do, can you fit this? No. No? <laughs> no. She even she even at one point ordered a special size guayabara. Didn't fit. Yeah. Was so. it uh, like, did a circus tent have to die? How does that Is play Is there out? any need for that? Wow. Is so, there any need? We know we're fat. So Swisher Drew Estate filed for the trademark pork belly this week. 48 Spe- hours, anybody? Overweight. Yes, 48 <laughs> hours. One dollar. I'm going long on pork bellies. How about you? <laughs> and yeah, in the most nothing. important news, the International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers Association, a.k.a. IPCPR, the Cigar Association of America, a.k.a. CAA, and Cigar Rights of America, a.k.a. CRA, have filed a joint lawsuit against the Food and Drug Administration and the Commissioner Robert Califf jointly and separately along with the Department of Health and Human Services and their secretary, Sylvia Burwell. Included in the lawsuit are nine different counts. The first count is the FDA's action regarding the predicate date and the substantial equivalence process are arbitrary, capricious, and abuse the discretion and not in accordance with the law. Capricious and, is not a word you hear often. And they exceed You're doing the, these things. I've been reading a lot of capricious stuff. And they exceed the <laughs> FDA's regulatory authority. All right. Count number two. The final rules fee provisions are arbitrary, capricious, and not in accordance with the Tobacco Control Act, and they once again exceed the FDA's regulatory authority. Count number three, the final rules user fee provisions violate the plaintiffs, which is the CRA, CAA, and IPCPR. It violates the plaintiffs' members' rights to due process and equal protection. Count four, Failure to carry out a proper cost-benefit analysis violates the Regulatory Flexibility Act and unfunded mandates reform of 1995. Counts 5 and 6 are the FDA's treatment of premium cigars and their failure to consider option 2 is once again arbitrary and, and capricious. capricious. We got an important word. You asked for it, you got it. Count 7 <laughs> is the final rules warning label requirements Impermissibility restricts free speech. Mm. Count eight. Regulation of tobacconists who blend finished tobacco as manufacturers is arbitrary, capricious, and not in accordance with Tobacco Control Act, and once again exceeds the FDA's regulatory authority. I have one wish. I would like the word capricious used just one more time in the lawsuit, if we can help it. Count nine. Regulation of pipes as components rather than accessories, is arbitrary, capricious, and not accordance with the law. And those are the basis of this lawsuit 
against the FDA and the HHS. Nothing about the sampling. sampling. Nothing about the sampling. Sorry to say. I'm going to separate myself from you, David, because I know you're a member. You're on the board of the IPCPR. I fought. I I fought. I have to say this because this is what I think. Okay. This doesn't uh, necessarily reflect the views of anybody, just me. I have an issue with all three organizations banding together because what it looks like to me is that the CAA and the Cigar Rights of America are using the war chest that's been built up by the IPCPR. It's a three-way split. Is it completely three-way split? That's what they said. And if it was filed separately, the courts would have eventually lumped it into one lawsuit. Not if everybody's complaints were slightly different. What everybody was trying to do, and listen, I I sat through way too many meetings for this. I'm I'm off the IPCPR trade show the last day of the... uh, I did my duty. I'm out. You did more than your duty. They called you back. They called me so back. They I did it. Li- so they didn't listen I did to it. You. I did it twice, but there's so much work. It, it's and I'm so glad they did it. I was begging. I am a shooter. I shoot, 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 and then I aim. Yeah. And they've been aiming and aiming and aiming. Which listen, there's a big there's a plus value to, that. to that. There's a sure. value to that, and there's a, there's a negative thing to how how I operate. Um, but what I needed to happen was the lawsuit had to happen before I showed up at that trade show with my head down and my tail between my legs, and we didn't fire before then. Yeah. We did. Thank God. So I feel very good about that, that, that it, it was done before the trade show, because there's just so much unknown that was happening behind the yeah. scenes. Believe me, there was a lot happening be- behind the scenes, and everybody was working very hard, but nobody could see anything, therefore nothing was being done. You hear me say it all the, all time. the time. If it's not finished, it isn't it done. Is do- yeah. nothing is done. Right. You didn't do anything. So something is finished. Something was filed. Not only do I have a problem with the sampling that wasn't there, but I have a problem that there isn't a stay. What I asked for uh, personally was I want this to be stopped yeah. yes. while this is being figured out because you got little guys that are going to go out of business because they don't know what's going to happen. They don't have money to file. They don't have money. They, they think it's going to be more costly than maybe it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's going to be even more costly than we think it's going to be. We don't know. The unknown is making some people say, you know what? Let me check out. I'm going to go into the coffee business. Let me check out. I'm going to go into so furniture business, the, something different. The CAA being involved, doesn't it stand to reason that they have something to do with that? Because all the people that are members of the CAA certainly benefit from the Some way people things- getting out. From Some people getting out. They lose competition. Everybody trying to make it so that we all are benefiting to the best. And I'm not trying it, to Monday it, morning it's, quarterback It's pretty anybody. damn yeah. good. It's pretty yep. damn good. Yeah. It's not 100%, but they say if everybody's happy, then somebody's not doing the right job. Sure. So everybody is a little upset about a, little, a few things that are in there. My, my things are the sampling and the date. Um, the or the stop, the stay happening is missing. So that's what I personally would like to have added to it. Can't but that be t- added after? It can be added. Okay. So oh, things can be added as this thing is going on. But at least we got something in there. We've done something. And you're not going to show up at the trade show saying this organization doesn't do anything yeah. for you. The IPCPR, that's the trade show that's going on. All we are is a trade show. It is not true. Millions of dollars are being spent. The hours that these people on the board are putting in, especially the executive board of, of it, which I'm not part of, that are in there for 12 years yeah. of doing it, that they, that they have their own businesses to deal with, and they're fighting for all of us, too. So give them a break. Believe me, everybody is working very, very hard uh, at 
trying to make something happen. And uh, I will be now sitting on the sidelines after this show. Yeah. I still care. I still will work personally the, the most I can. But these other people that end up staying on the board, they're in for a whole pile of stuff oh, that's going to yeah. happen. And, and what do you do? You, you shoot at them and you say, well, I'm, I'm mad at what you're, you're mad at the FDA. And we just happen to be the guys standing in the front line that are, that are taking the shots. Nobody gets paid. It's lots of work. There's a lot to be said about what the, the IPCPR, along with the, F, uh, the, the CAA and the, and, the, and the CRA are doing. Uh, it's a, just a bad time. It's a bad time of what's going on. So, uh, so one other item of note, congratulations, goes out to Skip Martin, who became a father once again. Yay! To Fiorella Marielle Martin Lopez, who was born this morning at 7.07 a.m. at 7 pounds, 7 ounces. Do we have a gender? No. Fior, Fiorella? Uh, I'd say there's a cigar brand coming, 777 coming out, but... Uh, it, uh, Fuego well, he's been showing off a cigar down in, in Nicaragua called Fiorella. Oh, okay, right. even better. So I don't know if that's the cigar he's giving out now that he's, you know, that again. So uh, maybe he'll be handing those out down in uh, Vegas. There we go. That's how La Giana Havana started. Yeah. That's how it started. And so. that's what's up in the cigar world. What's up in the cigar world was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses grade A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero Seco, and Pennsylvanian Broadleaf filler tobaccos, which create a blend we call the Cigar of the Year. Recluse Cigars is What's Up? One item of note, Dave, before yep. you take it back. If you want to read the actual lawsuit, you can go to the cigarauthority.com and you can look for the post cigars versus FDA. And the full 39-page lawsuit is there for your viewing pleasure. And in front of that is the um, synopsis of it, basically yes. what you said, but a little little deeper what that is. There's no time for the classic three-way, but just ah, for I the, can't get my title back. Just for the hell of it, I'm going to just rattle some off. Will Farrell, my, my hero, basically. Yeah. Uh, 1967. 52. Boom! 67. Damn. Uh, Barry Sanders, football player, legendary uh, running back. 72. 71. 44. 68. I win. Jimmy Johnson, football coach. Jimmy Johnson. 38. Uh, 68 years ago. Uh, 40, uh, 46. 46. 20, 1948. 46. 43. I got two, it. 2-2. Two, two. And no, I had 38. Did you? Yes. yes. Here's a tough two, one. 2-2-1. Two, two, Shoeless Joe Jackson. 1890. 1896. Uh, 18, hang on, I'm doing math here. 1864. <laughs> you would get it. <laughs> 1887. <laughs> so it would be a three-way tie, 2-2-2. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I would re- remain the champion. I, I liked... Uh, I like the fire round. I like I liked the... Uh, <laughs> Speed round. What I yes. got there. But, but I got a lot of them for Thursday's show because I figured we don't have uh, <laughs> en- well, en- we, enough information. We'll be able to, we'll be able to talk though. about smudging finally because that article has gone out. So Barry's going to be posting on Monday. Monday. Yep. Oh, and we'll have something good. to talk about. This will be good. So anyway, uh, Zeno Z class, part Love of the it. care package. Good cigar. Very good. Uh, I hear that they're winding a lot of Zenos down. I hope this isn't one of them. There was supposed to be a repackaging of Zeno happening, but if it's not going to happen before August 8th, I don't know if it's going to happen. Then it can't happen. So there's so much going on. Uh, we're going to give you more information on Thursday's show. We will be giving you information on the Cigar Authority as it happens from the show. We'll be doing little video clips, audio clips, photographs. Cool. Barry's going to slam this thing in. If you want information of what's going on as it's happening, go to the CigarAuthority.com, and we're going to slam this thing as it's happening. So uh, don't forget, uh, next week the show is Thursday night, 5, 5 o'clock live. 
usually we don't get a lot of people because they're used to the Saturday morning thing, but Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern, uh, there's a new game, and uh, it's taken up by storm. It's Pokemon. We'll explain how you can score points uh, with a big cigar. We'll tell you about that. Um, and uh, it's, uh, it's not close to counts. You wrote it. <laughs> it's not hand grenades, but it's horseshoes. Horseshoes. It's cigar horseshoes. Cigar horseshoes. Oh, I have a new game for you guys who, to play. Who wrote it? You wrote it. I didn't write it. Get you, out of You here. made up the game. Wait till you see this game. It's very cool. Uh, cigar horseshoes. Cigar horseshoes. We'll tell you about that and how to play it and uh, more uh, cigar brands that are coming out at IPCPR. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And when you're smoking your Zeno Z-Class, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices.